0: welcome Dr. Jace Beckett Sports Card Insights. Thanks uh, sponsors, Top Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, CompC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. This is the final part of the Baseball Card Hall of Fame episode. Actually, the the, the YouTube show that I did, I was guesting with Ray and Mike and Victor. Uh, did that a year ago. Again, I really sincerely applaud their efforts you need to go and check out uh, their ballot is there just look up baseball card hall of fame and and there's a link to get the very easy to use visual ballot it took a lot longer for me to explain my ballot than for me to fill it out didn't require a lot of research on my part but you may want to research some of these cards so again i thought it was fun i uh, encourage you to participate as well and, uh, these are the kinds of things in the hobby that, that hopefully can get some traction in media, that we as a hobby, it's the greatest hobby in the world, and we have our act together. We have a recognition of some of the iconic cards from the past and present. So again, thanks, Ray, Mike, and Victor. Thanks, listeners. Here is the final part of the last group of cards in the ballot. Eddie Murray. I think if you have a 78 top set that's probably the first card you're going to open up and see what shape is the Eddie Murray it's frequently in the seven, area, stuff like that but it's not iconic enough to me. it's almost like you'd have to have the graded version would be iconic and I don't think you're trying to make that distinction so I'm making Eddie wait but I think eventually he gets in there if you're going to have a 78 that'd be the one same thing with 79s I don't think you have any other 79s in there this would be the one and same deal frequently Badly off-center, but he was an amazing player that, yeah. that that was whatever offensively defensive. His defensive war, he stole runs from the other team. Easily. Yeah. Eventually, he is in. This card is in. This card mm-hmm. is in. Okay, Victor, we actually did an episode about this. The Fernando mania was a real thing, but I'm making Fernando wait. Again, on reflection of our discussion, I just think Fernando was so outstanding at the end of 1980. And, and there was some buzz about him coming out. But they spelled his name wrong. Yeah. And he gets a multiplayer card with tops, And Donruss doesn't even include him. And so who's doing the research for that? Yeah, uh, yeah, So, yes, I have this card in eventually. It's very worthy, but I was going to make it wait. It's a good, re- a good representation for 1981, which was a very...
1: Exactly. Good, a yeah. And the
0: other mm-hmm. thing that's unusual, Victor, is that for this card, and, and Rich and I just did an 81 Fleer episode. Mm-hmm. This is an uncorrected error. They're correcting all these other crazy errors uh-huh. in, in 81 Donors and 81 Fleer. This is an obvious front-facing error, and they don't even correct it. That's weird. I don't know what's going on. Okay, next is 83 OPG, Tony Gwynn, new to the ballot. I think eventually having an OPG card in there that's baseball that's the same is is worthy just to demonstrate, or maybe the Donruss Leaf. But I wouldn't do it this year, even though that's a great card, legitimate rookie. And at a glance, it looks the same, and you look closer, and it's not. I would eventually vote for it, but not this time. It's like basketball and football and and baseball Hall of Fames of regular. They're international. You don't want to say this only for American. I -hmm. mean, there's Canadian teams, and so having the Canadian Opeechee there, I think is a good idea. Yeah, North American. North American, for sure. That was such a hot card at the time. And it put the traded update rookie sets on the map. That set, you had Clemens and Gooden. And at the time, Gooden was the bigger name because he was in New York. But Clemens endured. Now, maybe it was with some PEDs. (laughs) But that guy, his stats are, and it was throughout. He started strong. Maybe he had some injuries that he came back from with some of this stuff. But he was a power pitcher for 20 years. So I have him in there. Again, it's another statement, Ray. That puts you on the hot seat. I mean, I'm just one guy <laughs> voting for him. I don't think you got any bonds in your baseball card hall of fame. Do you know? Okay. This is your no. first steroid accused <laughs> uh, guy, I think. Yeah. So, so we'll so have I'll, to take I'll, a look at some Barry Bonds cards. I think it's historically important because it put those small box sets on the map. Easily. Okay. 87 Donruss. Cool. Just to see. He looks like a 19 year old or something. And the guy. Pitched until he was 44 or something and and pitched effectively. One of the most amazing pitchers in my lifetime of just being a, a true pitcher, not a thrower, a crafty right. guy. So I'd eventually have him in, maybe not this particular card, but this card. The rated rookie was an established, iconic, thematic element that this would be good. So, good, what's good choice. Your, what's your choice for a Greg Maddox there, Jim? I don't know. It doesn't have to be super valuable. I don't know that you're going to get into some of these inserts, the, the Crusades, and some of the I mean, He's got, for 20 years, he's got cards, so all those PMGs and things like that. Yeah. Again, but the, nobody thinks, oh, I'm really looking for the PMG Maddox. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Okay, 90 Leaf Thomas. Let me do these two together, and then the uh, 90 Tops Thomas with the no name on front. The 90 Leaf was a bigger deal in 1990. Oh, yeah. But then Mm -hmm. the the no name on front has really come on strong. I don't think they're being doctored. I think the grading companies are sophisticated enough to figure out that if somebody's tried to do a power erasure, I hope so. And I think so. I think our guys at, at BGS have figured that out by the black lights and the things that you can do and shining light through to see that. But the no name on front that's been enduring, whereas the 90 leaf used to be worth way more. So I would vote for the no name on front before I'd vote for the 90 leaf. So would I. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Reggie autographed. I think that's probably the first in the pack autograph insert. I was talking to Grant the other day. Kudos to Upper Deck for bringing in that innovation. Everybody's copying it now. And it seems commonplace. But it was a big deal in the day. There's 2,500 of them. You think there must be one in every box. no. There may not even been one in every case. But mm-hmm. They were tough. Eventually, I would put it in there for its historical importance, and, but not this year. And then Chipper with the Desert Sheet. I love that card. I don't have that card. Again, it is the card of that set, and it it evokes that time in America when that was going on. It, it's the Junk Wax era, but sports cards were enough of a thing that Tops made these sets for the service people. I think some leaked back in, but that's that's cool. So, again, there's yeah. a good story there, and eventually I would vote for it for the patriotic America armed forces aspect to it. Same thing on uh, 92 Bowman, Mariano Rivera, victory, the rookie controversy, and this breaks a lot of rules. That's you know, way before he appears, not even close to being in a <laughs> youth. What does that look like, the Leaning Tower of Pisa? That's, it's <laughs> not even a column there, and he looks like he's 15 years old. But he, as a person and as a player, is absolutely worthy of being in there, and this is probably his best card. Or his iconic card, and it, it was the beginning because Bowman was doing stuff like this before. But '92 Bowman was the set that really put the prospecting on the map—that you could prospect and set back some cards that might eventually be valuable. Definitely will vote for this card next year, or the year after. Especially with the importance of him being the first person to get 100% of the vote for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and we're in number 42. He's got so much going for it. I think he's a good guy, so he's not an embarrassment. You know, when you when you meet yeah. him. Yeah and a beautiful autograph. He signs yeah. a beautiful autograph. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, again, I, I can't wait to vote for him, but I've already used up my 10 bullets. <laughs> All right. Uh, the uh, Griffey game jersey. Uh, again, I think that's Is that one of the first game jersey cards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I yes think it is it's for the event, and, and Griffey is again, when you think of a Griffey card, the first thing you think of is 89 upper deck. 89 upper deck. Right? This is still a worthy card. I can see when I'm selling cards that Griffey is still very much in demand. He's still very popular right and especially so, in he, seattle he, uniform it's exactly. a big deal yep. he's again he's got a lot of people want it and then last and not necessarily least but same thing i think there's uh the upper deck uh, was innovating in those days game use bat for babe ruth that's very cool you don't realize what a big deal that was at the time right now stuff like that all over the place not that card but some of those kind of Game use things, they're not in the dollar box, but they're in the $2 box or the $5 box or something, yeah. even for decent players, not Babe Ruth, obviously. But again, thanks to Upper Deck, I think, for doing the inserting the game use stuff because game used and autographs are a huge part. That's the thing now, yeah. Okay, and then last point I don't think you have any serial numbered cards in the Baseball Card Hall of Fame yet. Not yet, no. So that would be another innovation that I would add something and I don't know what it would be it wouldn't necessarily be the first one because some of the first serial number cards were numbered to 5000 mm-hmm. and some mm-hmm. of those genres elites and things like that are to 10000 and they were one per case really right. hard to get so I wouldn't necessarily go historic maybe an, a nod to some of the more the newer cards but not necessarily Mike Trout but that'd be an obvious one but maybe the Wander Wander Franco I mean that's gotten so much publicity mm-hmm. but something that's serial numbered just to, I, I would like for people to come into your digital virtual hall of fame and and get a, a sense of all the breadth of, of what people could collect that's why my hats off to you guys for pushing this effort because i think it really they need to see hey there's old cards there's new cards there's these innovations along the way and, and no offense to victor but they're not all rookie cards rookie cards are a huge deal but it's not just rookie cards right? Right. Rookie cards is that guy's first player first card and frequently it's his most valuable 84 guy. clear update roger clemens rookie card you know whatever you think of of Roger Clemens, that card itself really had, I don't know how much it was on the hot list back in the day, but it was very hot. It drove a lot of sales for that little box and it separated Tops and Fleer. Mm -hmm. People talk about 84 Donruss being the set of the decade. Well, 84 Fleer update is right up there too, because in 81, 82, 83, I think Tops was considered so much the mainstream and, Mm -hmm. and these are other also rants. Well, 84 Fleer update crushed the 84 Tops Update better player selection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily. It was yeah, definitely Pucket the first. Puckett would, Pucket would be another one. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. absolutely, Kirby Puckett rookie too. It was definitely the first extended traded set. I know Rickins in the eighty-two top traded back in the eighties. People were looking for this one first for mm-hmm. as far as an updated traded card was the Clemens and a centered nice centered copy is is hard to find right. through the whole set. Yep. Yeah, I it's believe too. they didn't come sealed either. So I know every time I got right. one. I went to go look for the Clemens. It was always (laughs) off-centered, but the rest of the set was centered. So I don't know. Well, it's always Uh, something going on there, Victor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.